I'm William Prince, and you're listening to The Sunday Verse. So, William, you've titled this episode Fisher Bay, Manitoba. Can you just uh, paint me a picture of Fisher Bay? Uh, Fisher Bay is, I guess, the conclusion of the longest ride you can take uh, out in Peguis, Manitoba. When I think about driving around, if you really wanted to go, I guess, further north, you would head through the reserve and eventually make your way to a little town um, called Dallas. Like, literally, it's... We joke because it's maybe <laughs> 150 yards long. It's just a small strip of town. Um, and then you eventually make your way uh, past the Jackhead Bridge and over to Fisher River Cree Nation. And then at the end of that, you'll make your way down a little stretch of highway before finally arriving at Fisher Bay, Manitoba, which is home to a few houses and most notably its Bible camp. Fisher Bay Bible Camp was there for parents to send their kids to, and you kind of get a week of faith. I think they bring in different camp counselors. It was children from the reserve. Uh, My sister uh, went there for a number of summers. It was great because you get out on the water, you go swimming. It's pretty pretty light on the message, but still there was like a a gathering where you'd learn about God. And like I say, they bring out different counselors. I remember going down there one time and actually ending up with like super having this really great moment of I'm young in my walk with God and I'm experiencing uh, Christianity with other young people for the first time. I didn't actually go to the camp, but I remember attending like a get together service one time and there were youth pastors there and I, I was all like, wow, this is really great. I think this is my community. Like these people are here for me. They understand me. And then I was going to be pen pals with one of these guys that was like the youth thing and then I I remember I I got home from that night and I wrote a letter that night like (laughs) so excited to have correspondence with this person like you know we just had that great night rocking out for Jesus and you know like it's it's uh it's all this stuff and then I never hear from the guy and it just (laughs) crushes your your faith and but yeah, I always think of that when I think of Fisher Bay, but uh, it, it brings about um, the, the memories of my dad and I taking a ride there, just to get back to the, the long ride, you know, in the latter stages of my dad's life when he was uncomfortable in his wheelchair, he'd want to get up and go, and he couldn't drive himself around anymore because he had prosthetic legs and just wasn't functional. So it was, it was always up to my mom to take him for that ride. And so when I'd come home from university, I, I could pitch in and we would take a shift and, man, just go for this nice long cruise. And You know, I, I paint Fisher Bay as this holy place that stares out into the vast Lake Winnipeg. You know, you could walk into this water and be born again. But the truth is, you know, this, this whole, the whole song, Gospel First Nation, was brought about on a trip down there when my dad was really, I guess, together in his mind still, and we were having good talks, and I look down on the ground and I notice a small drug baggie, hmm. you know, a little 
bag for somebody's cocaine or whatever substance or weed that it was. This little diamond-covered, unmistakable drug pouch is there. And, like, the truth is, this, this spot I sing about, it's depending on what life you're living, what service it has to you. It's a great place to escape. Get away, go for a ride, and, like, you know, truthfully, people go down there and have sex in vehicles and drink beer and smoke cigarettes and... You know, in the very same spot that my dad and I have these holy conversations and not even all the time. I should really put that out too. It wasn't wasn't always like a church service. Like we would just go talk like men. I think my dad lost a lot of his masculinity, lost a lot of his pride as a man, you know, losing your legs, losing your functionality. And I think he just felt even and equal again when we would take these rides. And that's what makes this place special. That's what makes all these collections of song special that it's a time shared with him and my family and so in this episode we're going to be playing a song that was written by your father yeah he wrote um he wrote a song i think when i think about the content of it you know i He was really in a place to dedicate his life and service to to God and helping, I guess, rectify the things that he deemed wrong in his own life and those he had hurt and caused grief for. And he wrote this tune about, like, one day my works will get my name in this grand life book. The concept of, you know, there'll be a, an attendance sheet or something at the gates of heaven. And when you open it, hopefully there'll be your name and you're allowed to go to the, the next holding area or whatever. You know, I <laughs> probably like an airport or something. <laughs> but that idea of if, again, if you live an honorable enough life, maybe one day in the great life book, I'll be called to go and carry on, you know. And just his way of presenting a song, uh, giving up things of the world. You can have this old world and its treasures and the bright lights and the fast moving cars. And Yeah, I'm now on that highway to heaven with a song as I rise through the stars. His own poetry, his collected works. But... He didn't write many songs in his time, but it was there and inspired me enough. And this one I know is the final scripture we wrote on his headstone and uh, in hopes that somewhere his name is called. It's on his headstone. When he old Pens the life book in heaven. He will turn and say, This one I know. When he opens the life book in heaven, 
he will turn and say this one I know. So that was uh <laughs> that was one of my my dad's known songs that he wrote. Uh, he's really proud of that one. That was a favorite. I think that song it was recorded on his third record and it showed his most potential. He was he was very strong when he recorded that. It sounded good. It's like, man, I bet bet if we kept at this and I got better at what I'm doing now, I, I could have really shaped a great record for him. And hmm. that's why every record I've ever made has always been kind of in tribute to what he I think wished for, wished he could have done. If he had a Scott Nolan in his life to come by and, and help him and a a Jamie Sitar to, you know, engineer the songs and do things and musicians and friends that I've acquired in this journey to make beautiful albums he would have. In this album lives all the things he loved. I think it's really beautiful that you recorded one of your dad's songs for this record and coupled with the song that you've included that you wrote as a teenager, it really feels like this album covers many eras. You know what else is interesting about this record? If we were to be in tune with, I guess, the the natural elements of things, I wonder, like being in a, a First Nations person and they say, you know, we have a connection to life and to the earth and things and how my first record was really based on earth and family and the experience I, I've had in a short time. And then, you know, Reliever, Reliever was very much fire and transformation, the spark and the change, the grief, the becoming something and leaving something behind. And um. I really feel like this record, Gospel First Nation, is the water in the chain. We've gone earth, we've gone fire, and now we're reaching the water to kind of heal. And it's almost a cleansing, in a way, and bridging to the next piece that I have prepared, which really feels like just going with the flow of the breeze and the wind and embracing what we have here. And I guess that's what my dad's song, you know, this one I know is about. Just as you're walking through this life and the challenges it brings, don't let your heart turn and keep you in a place where you can find your name honorably in some life book after the fact. That's a motivating factor. And I believe now in morality and the sense of just being a good person Treating people with love, respect, kindness. And in whatever way uh, my own name will be called in a time to come. Thank you for listening to the Sunday Verse. From my album Gospel First Nation, this is This One I Know.
As I walk through this world and its trials I was weak from the sin and distress There I was in total denial As I searched for that heaven of rest Then I looked up and saw Jesus Reaching down with the nails in His hands It was me that one day He had died for he gave his life so that I would go free I thank God for his grace and his mercy Who would save an old sinner like me You can have this old world and its treasures The bright lights and the fast-moving cars I am now on that highway to heaven With a song as I rise through the stars then I looked up and saw Jesus Reaching down with the nails in His hands It was me that one day He had died for He gave His life so that I would go free I thank God for His grace and His mercy Who would save an old sinner like me? planted and I know we must reap what we sow there are things in this world I've been granted with the hills and the valleys so low when he opens the life book in heaven He will turn and say this one I know 
When he opens the life book in heaven He will turn and say this one I know 